Welcome to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app for both iOS and Android devices by searching for The Church at Bushland. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. Man, good to see you, church. Good crowd. Very good crowd. And we had a really good crowd in that nine o'clock service, too. And good to see each of you. Thank you so much for being here. Um, let me run through a couple of little house cleaning things, or just one. Uh, in your seat, if you don't know this already, you're probably sitting on it. Uh, but if you look under you, there's some uh, invite cards. And I would tell you what an invite card is, but I think it defines itself. Amen. So it's an invite card because we want to invite someone to come to church. So I'm asking the church, and if you join us online, that Easter's in two weeks. I need you to put this in the hands of a family, a couple, a person, either you work with or your neighbors with, that you know needs a great church family, a church home. It's nothing like finding a good church. And so I invite you to take these cards, uh, pray over the card, pray over the person or family, and then go do it. Just go invite them. Just go invite them. Get to have Easter in the house this year. So we've got two years to blow, two years of Easter to blow off the roof. Amen. So uh, looking forward to that. Great Sunday. So next Sunday is Palm Sunday. Uh, we'll have baptism and communion. And then the following Sunday is Easter. So you got two weeks to get these in someone's hands. Uh, they're going to be at the Guest Connect next week if for some reason you lose yours. But uh, we've got a church outside of here that we need to go touch and love on. So go invite someone uh, to church. So uh, today, last in the series of Everything in Love, you join us online, thank you, you've been great. Uh, we got a beautiful church that joins us online every week, and we love them to death. So Everything in Love, let me walk you through how we got here. Uh, so five-week series, we started with basically what we call the priority of love. Everything in love. Love is it. Love is what this world needs today. Love is what the world needs every day. But especially over the last 12, 13 months, we need love unapologetically to Jesus' love all over the place. And we can love them. So we talked about the priority of love. We went from love to how important it is to greet one another. Because when we greet someone, what we are doing is what, church? We are celebrating God's creation. So basically, when you greet someone, it's like a kiss from God. It says to them, oh, you saw me. You saw me. How many of you know it's important to be seen? Not to show off, <laughs> but to be seen, to be noticed, all right? From greet one another, we went to took it to accept one another. Why can we accept others? Because he accepted us. Amen. Because I've been accepted by the king, that means I can accept others. I don't have to like you. I just have to love you. All right? My loving you and accepting you does not say, you know, everything you think and everything you do, I think's awesome. 
No, I think everything you think and everything you do is wrong, but we'll let God sort that out, all right? But I'm gonna tell you, I love you, and I accept you. Come sit by me. Let me move my Bible out of the way in church and let you sit by me, all right? I accept you, all right? And from accepting, from greet to accept to what? Serve. Mm. How, how can we serve them? Because <laughs> he serves us. Amen. He went first. He gave me what I didn't deserve. He made a way where there's no way. All right? The way you know that you're okay and you're good with serving people is when you can serve the person who hurt you the most. When you can serve the person who hurt you the most, that is you being Jesus, mm, like 100%. You know they hurt you, they know it, but you serve them. You wash your feet, just like Jesus did, all right? So today, um, knowingly or unknowingly, you came, and we're gonna talk about patience, all right? Some people say, well, I'm only, held to, I'm only held responsible for what I hear. Whoops, I give you three seconds to get out of here real fast, all right? No, I'm just kidding. But, but patience, listen to me. All those things that we set up, everything in love, you want me to tell you what they're gonna test? Your patience. Oh, yeah, I love them. I'll greet them. I'll accept them. I'll serve them. Oh, Lord, help. I, oh, patience. Patience. How can we be patient with them? He's been patient with us. Come on. God's been patient with me. All right. I can be patient because he's patient with me. All right. So let's jump into it. How many of you would say, be honest, how many of you would say, we're just one big, happy family of patience. Patience just runs in my family. Amen. If that's you, Come see me, because I want to go to lunch with y'all. That would just be awesome. Sit with a family of patients. This would be incredible, all right? Nobody has mastered patience except Jesus. Every one of us are, is, we're a work in progress, okay? Now, listen to me. I am not worthy to teach on patience, okay? I'm not. Right? I'm just grateful that my wife's not mic'd. Uh, he didn't do that last, last night. No, he didn't do that. No, that, that last Monday, you should have seen him last Monday. I'm just glad she's not mic'd, amen. I mean, and my daughter, my son's watching in the program room. I'm just telling you, teach patience in front of your family. And if they're mic'd up, you're in trouble, all right? What I'm saying is, I'm not teaching you from the poster child for patience. I'm teaching you from one who's in the workshop every day. He said, well, you're my pastor, yeah, but I'm also human, dude. I'm a man. I'm flesh. You pinch me, I'm gonna scream, all right? You cut me, I'll bleed. I am a man working through patience every single day, all right? So we're gonna learn this together, amen? I'm not gonna stand here and say, be like me. I'm gonna stand here and tell you to be like Jesus, all right? Jesus' words will teach that, all right? Definition of patience. The capacity to accept or tolerate delay, <laughs> trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Anybody want to be that poster child? 
That's a quite a definition, amen. The Bible puts it a little bit different. The Bible says patience is waiting without grumbling. Some of us can wait, but we grumble the whole time. God says, any patience. You're like, see how patient I was? No, I, I saw. Oh, I just sat there quietly, just behaving and waiting on you, God, because you're a good God. I heard you griping inside. I heard your heart telling me what I was late. I heard you saying you didn't like this, you didn't like that. Why can't I change them? Why do they drive like that? Lord, help. If you don't know what you want when you come to Walmart, don't come. Or don't go down my aisle. I'm like, seriously, you have to look at everything, just buy something and leave, all right? I mean, you, you see what I mean? How many of you pick that line at Walmart every time? You're like praying before you get up there, like, God, give me that short line. I need that short line. Where's that short line? I need that person that knows how to use the barcode. Just pass it through. It'll do the rest. Just, no, just pass it through, all right? You're like, dude, you want me to go do it for you? <laughs> Some of y'all are like, Dad, gum, he's been watching me. No, what I'm saying is, we all need to grow in this, amen? Every day, mm, every day's a test. Some days a pop test. And here's what I know about God. God's gonna keep testing you with the same test until you start scoring better. I've gotten multiple tests, same test, multiple times, all right? And what he's trying to do is, he's trying to get me to score better. You know why that person always walks in? Because you have not mastered the last time they walked in. You're gonna keep getting that customer, that client, that coworker, that person until you start learning that that test is coming from the Father and if you wanna score well, you better sit with me. Because you don't keep flunking. And that's not my fault. Jesus said I am patient if you want patience, sit with Jesus. That's it. So look at the main text for this uh, message. It's just a lot of scripture because, listen to me, not adequate to teach on patience. So I'm gonna let the word of God teach it. Simple as that, okay? Jesus is teaching it today. Ephesians 4, verse two and three. Ephesians 4, two and three. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient Bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Let me show you something about Scripture. It's very important order in Scripture. Word placement. All right? I want you to see what's in the middle here. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient and bear with one another in love. You see what I mean? First, you need to understand you've got to come and be humble and gentle and let patience come through you to bear with one another. Because see, if you come first, patience will not get there. You've got to come humbly. You've got to come gentle because when you humble yourself before the Lord, he is, begins to magnify himself through you. If you come first, patience is probably lagging behind. They're gonna get met with you. They're gonna run. Patience never has a chance. Or what you call patience, they're gonna see and you go, 
They're gonna go, that's not patience. I thought you were saved. You see what I mean? Patience comes, but you gotta be humble first. Some of us aren't humble. Some of us can't be humble, so we can't be gentle. When you're gentle, you have patience. And when you have patience, you can what? Bear with one another in love. The question is, are you humbling yourself before the Lord and being gentle so he can put patience in you or have patience that's already in you by the Spirit rise up in you so you can bear with one another? Because without that, you can't do it. He said, well, Jeff, I think you're pretty patient. Jeff's not patient. Jesus is patient. When there's less of Jeff and more of Jesus, you see patience. When there's more of Jeff and less of Jesus, you don't see patience. Simple as that. Now, this is a good time for my wife not to be Mike, because right now you hear this, amen, preach that, all right? That is true for all of us, amen? When we're, when we're less, he is more. When we're more, he's less. Jesus does not struggle with patience, does not struggle with patience. Look at 2 Corinthians 13, 4 and 5. Love is patient, love is kind, does not envy, does not boast, is not proud, is not rude, is not self-seeking, is not easily angered, keeps no record of wrongs. Could have used a whole lot of words first. Had a lot of choices, didn't he? Which one he used first? Patience. Does order important in Scripture? Order is very important. See, without patience, <laughs> their mothers don't arrive. They just don't arrive. So you're telling me if I'm not patient, then, then, then see, if, if I'm not patient, guess what I am? What I am? I'm angry. What comes then? Anger. What comes then without patience first? I'll remember you're wrong. I'll remember that. See, patience, love, kindness, gentleness, patience first. There's order in Scripture. Look again at order in Scripture. Galatians 5, 22, 23. Galatians 5, 22, 23. But the fruit of the Spirit, can I help you with something? Nobody's Bible has an S. Fruits, fruits. You like pick and choose. Like it's not, it's not farmer's market. I give me some of this and give me some. Don't keep that patient. Man, good. Fruit, it has them all. If you're a born again child of the King, the fruit of the Spirit, the Spirit lives in you. So the fruit of the Spirit lives in you. So if the fruit of the Spirit lives in you as a born again believer, you've got all of them. Don't say, well, Jeff, I can't be patient. Well, um, if you're saved, you can because the Spirit lives in you and the Spirit's patient. So look at the order. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Seven of them. One happens to occupy the middle seat. Have you looked at that in Scripture? Three on this side, three on this side. Who's the middle seat? Help me. Patience. Now, could God have chosen any of them in there? 
He could have put them in any order. Do you think there's an order there and there's a purpose? Yes. Listen to me. You can't have love, joy, peace without patience. And if you've got patience, you're going to find out and see kindness, goodness, and self-control. Years ago, there was a commercial by a restaurant called Wendy's. Some of you are old enough to remember it. Little old lady drives up to the drive-thru. She got these buns. She said, where are the beef? Y'all remember Wendy's commercial says, where's the beef? Nobody likes a scrawny hamburger. Listen to me. If patience is the middle of the burger, you better want some big old meat, all right? You're going to live this life. You're going to have to have some beef. And in the middle of that beef has got to be patience. Patience can come to the table because if the Spirit of God lives in you as a born-again, saved child of God, then you've got patience inside of you. You just got to go get it. You just got to tap it. Patience, patience, patience is the deal. So, Jeff, how can I win with patience? I want to be patient, but how do I get it done? I want you to go to some more scripture. It's fun this way. Galatians 5. Galatians 5. Look at uh, 16 through 18. 16 through 18, Galatians 5. So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other. So you do not do what you want. But if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. How many of you would say, oh, yeah, amen. I know what I want to do. I know I need to be patient. I, I know I want to be patient. But, man, every single time I don't do it, I don't do it. And I'm, I walk away and go, gosh, I know better. I took the bait. I took the bait. They said it out there, and I couldn't refuse it. I just took the bait. Listen to me. You're going to continue to get that until you understand that there is a battle going on in the natural and in the spirit. The spirit can be patient. The natural cannot. If you're living out of the natural, you're not going to be patient. If you're living out of the spirit, you're going to be patient. I'm just telling you. And every single day, they're fighting. Every single day. The enemy, when you get up, Jesus wants you to win. And when you get up, the enemy wants you to lose. Do you realize that? Everything that you get is going to test that. Well, I just want the enemy to leave me alone. Well, you got the wrong jersey for that. If you're a born-again child of God, he already said, I'm trying to kill, steal, and destroy you. So he's after you. He wants you to fail. He wants you to blow your witness. He wants you to lose your patience. He wants you to show no patience. Why? So they'll have a reason to say, see, there's nothing different about you. It's a setup every time. Look at Ephesians 5. Flip over a couple of pages if your Bible's like mine. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. Here's what we're called to be. We're called to be imitators of God. Therefore... Verses 1 and 2 of verse 5, as dearly beloved children, and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself for us, 
as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. We're to be imitators of God, and the fragrant in our life should be patience. God is a, God is a patient God. If you're born again as a child of his, all right, when you're saved, the Holy Spirit comes inside of you and makes you new. Scripture tells you that you're a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. Because of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you, you can be imitators of God. Is it easy? It's not easy. But you can do it, all right? Why? Because he can do it through you, all right? Because he wants you to give off an aroma, a fragrance that's him. Now, some of us give off aromas, all right? They just none of them love God. That is not of God, all right? And I'm not, don't nudge your husband about that smell his aroma. I'm telling you that aroma, the love, the patience, the goodness, the gentleness, the kindness, those are fragrance of God. They can smell that, okay? You need to give that off. And you can, all right, be an imitator of God, but you have to die to self first. You have to die to self. Look at Ephesians 5. It's a little further in that text. Ephesians 5, look at, let's go to verse uh, 15 first. Ephesians 5, 15. Be very careful then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, all right, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery, but instead be filled with the Spirit. Speak to one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing and make music to your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. You want to you win in the area of patience? You got to be spirit-filled. So you got to be born again. When you get saved, when you get born again, you're, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. You have got to daily, daily, daily ask God to fill you fresh with the Holy Spirit of God. When you do that, when you do that, the Holy Spirit comes up in you because it's fresh, it's full, it's new. And the Holy Spirit, when it's met with an opportunity or a a decision in the area of patience, it will score very well. But if you are full of you, and that opportunity comes for patience, guess who's gonna respond? You are. And I'm gonna tell you, we don't score well. We don't score well. We want to. We also know what we should do, but we usually can't tell you that until after we get back home. I shouldn't have said that. I should have responded this way. See, the Holy Spirit's gotta go first, not you. If you go first, it's usually not pretty. It's usually not pretty. You say things like this, that wasn't me. I'm sorry, that wasn't me. I I shouldn't have said that. That's what happens when you go first. Jesus said, do not go first, let me go first. Because see, I I, I see them for who they are. I, I, I can handle this patient moment. They push my button, they drive this way, they do this in the store, I'm good, I can handle this. I created them, I created you. I know you, I know them, let me go first. And you've got to decrease, and he's got to increase. Less of me, more of him. 
Every day, this is how you win patience. Because if you go first, it's usually not pretty. It's usually not pretty. So you gotta be filled with the Spirit. Look at James. James 4, 1 and 2. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? <laughs> yes, that's exactly where they come from. You do, you want something, but you don't get it. You kill and covet because you cannot have what you want. You quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. What happens to us is this. We want something. We want our way. We're selfish. By nature, we like to be happy. We like to have what we want. We want it when we want it, how we want it, because we want it, and we don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. We want, we want what we want, all right? When somebody or something interrupts that, that causes us to fight and quarrel among us. Sometimes it's outwardly fighting, unfortunately, and sometimes it's just inwardly, you're just like, ugh, ugh, mm. that person, that person, those people, those kind of, those people, that's what we do. God's in it, God hears every bit of that. The problem is, what we're trying to do is, we're trying to take care of us. We wanna meet our needs, we wanna win. We want everything to be like us, act like us, walk like us, talk like us. If it was just a whole bunch of us's, oh, we'd be great. It'd be pretty boring, but it'd be just like us, all right? Listen to me. Man should not and does not live on an island, okay? Jesus knew we were not good on islands. If you put a man on an island, guess what? His opinion's always best. He is never wrong, all right? We don't live on islands. We live with people. And when we live with people, they're gonna rub us. They're gonna rub you. And when they rub you, Right? It is God allowing them to rub you because God wants through that person, whether good or bad, to sharpen you. If you see that as a threat to you, you're not gonna get sharp. You're gonna get duller. All right? He is rubbing you because he knows that part of your life needs to be rubbed. And the Father said, rub them. And you're seeing that person going... I don't like you right now. You, don't, you should not drive like that. Why are you in this store? You're making me late. What is wrong with you? Can you go away? I don't like you. I don't like this. I don't like, you're fighting within. And every bit of that's a setup by God. Man, we're being set up every day by God. God ordains our steps and what we get is what we need. You say, well, I don't, I didn't vote for that. You didn't vote for that. God voted for that. See what God wants to do in that and through that and see what he wants to do to you to rub you. What, what makes quarrels and fights among you is when you war within because you don't get your way. Listen to me. Every fight is about winning. Even in a couple, we wanna win. We wanna win. So how can I win with patience, Jeff? I wanna be patient. Tell me how to do it. Let me give you the verse. If you wanna win at patience, this is your verse. There's a bunch of verses in the Bible that'll help you win with patience. I want to give you the verse that will help you win at patience. If you're really serious about winning with patience, here's your verse. Here's the deal, though. This verse gotta be you every day, every single day. Galatians 2.20 is your verse to win at patience, all right? Galatians 2.20. I, put your name there, Jeff, has been crucified with Christ, all right? 
I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in this body, in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I have been crucified with Christ. Jeff, you no longer live, but Christ lives through you. If I'm going to win at patience as a senior pastor, as a husband, as a daddy, as a brother, as a cousin, as an uncle, one day as a granddad, I'm telling you, you've got to understand, Jeff, you don't live, I live through you. You've got to die, 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 die. And I'm going to tell you this, we don't want to die. We just don't want to die because we like to call our shots, man. We like to do our thing. We like to go our places. We like to get our ways. We like to win. We like to be first. We like to take what's, if it, it, we're going to get it no matter what. If you want to do something, how many of you, if you set your mind to do something, you're going to find a way to buy it, get it, or do it. I mean, there's a ton of people like that. It might not be that day, but I got another plan. I'm going to work it. I'm going to get it because we're about us. Jesus said you can't do that. You're, patience comes, and patience, patience will win if you are dead. I cannot win at patience. He can. As long as I'm alive, he can't win patience through me. If I will die to self, I might be there, but he's through me, and he can be patient. If you want to win at patience, you have to understand that you have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives inside of me. If you're here today, and there's been a time in your life that you have been born again, saved and born again, okay? You gave your life to Christ, you, you met Jesus, he changed you, you were once blind, but now you see, you were once with no hope, but now you have hope, you once had no peace, but now you have peace, you once lived a life trying to prove yourself to others, but now you don't have to do that anymore because Jesus accepted you just the way you are, and if he's happy with you, everybody else would like it too. If you have been born again and you're a new creation, Christ lives inside of you. If you're here today and that's not you, then you the quickest way to win at patience is give your life to Christ. Because as long as you keep trying to do it, you're not gonna win. You're just not. You're gonna get tired. You're a little hamster on the wheel. You're gonna be running, 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 running. Tongue hanging out and everything. They ask you, where are you going? I don't know. I'm just running. You're not gonna win. So let me teach it like this, real fast. So you got a butt. Got two sides, lying down the middle. You got a left side, right side. I'm not trying to be gross here. I'm trying to teach principle, all right? But you got a butt, all right? Look at the butts in Scripture. James 3, 8. But no man, but no man can tame the tongue. No man can tame the tongue. It's reckless, it's evil, and it's deadly poison. No man can tame the tongue, but no man can tame the tongue. So if I know that no man can tame the tongue, then the but in there is this. If you want to try to tame your tongue, you're going to get over here to natural on the left side, it's going to wear you out. But if you want to say what? God, you made my tongue. You're the creator of my tongue. I die to self. My tongue dies too. You control my tongue. I'm stepping on the right side. 
I'm spirit-filled. The tongue is controlled by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is God. God made the tongue. There's a but. Got two sides. You can choose left side, and your tongue gets you in trouble because you can't control it. Or you can choose the right side under the Spirit of the Lord, filled with the Holy Spirit of God, die in the self. The Creator takes your tongue and uses your tongue for what? His glory, not to take away from His glory. There's a but, but no man. What side are you gonna get on? Galatians 5, 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is, and we read the list, but the fruit of the Spirit is. Left side of the but, I'm not gonna get in the Spirit, okay? Right side, but I have the Spirit living inside of me so I can do patience. There's a but. What side are you gonna be on? There's a line. Left side, right side, amen. Galatians 2.20, we read it just a while ago, but Christ lives in me, right? I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. So left side is, I'm saved, born again, but I still call the shots. Or you can die daily, have a funeral they can raise up a new creation every day, filled with the Holy Spirit of God, and God can be patient through you. There's a but every time. Some bigger than others, left side, right side, you pick. But Christ lives inside of me. Last one's this, Galatians 5.18. Galatians 5.18. But if you are led by the Spirit, but you go left side, say, not led by the Spirit. I got this. I'm patient. Woo, I'm so patient. Everybody calls me patient. Watch this patience. Bonk, train wreck. You can go right side and say, God, I can't be patient. I know I can't be patient, so I want you to lead me by the Spirit. Spirit says, I got this. No problem. And the Spirit just leads. And you're patient. See, there's a but there. But left, but right. You say, well, Jeff, show me this in Scripture. Where else in Scripture did Jesus meet the butt? I'll show you. John 8, there's a great story where Jesus is met with a butt. All right? He said, well, Jesus was met with it? Yes. The Pharisees, the religious people, brought a woman to Jesus caught in adultery. They said, You're, they said Moses' law says that we should stone this woman. What do you say, teacher? They did this, Scripture says, to test him or to trap him. As soon as they said it, Jesus knelt down on the ground and began to write. Don't know what he wrote, right? But then he stood up and he looked at the religious people and said, you, each of you, that are without sin, you just throw that first stone. You throw your stone at her. You throw it right now at her. You throw it not now. And all of a sudden, the religious people started dropping their stones. And it says the oldest ones first. <laughs> they knew more about how patient God is, didn't they? They dropped their stones and walked away. Jesus turns to the woman and says, where are your accusers? The woman said to him, there are none, sir. And he said to her, then I don't accuse you. I don't condemn you. 
go leave your life of sin. And she walked off. But, Jesus, you could react in the left side, in the flesh, like the religious people, or Jesus, you could choose the right side and answer in the spirit. Be led by the spirit. Jesus met her with love and patience, and it changed her life. You see, what happened there was this, and it happens to us every day. We can either react or we can act. See, if you take a little time to turn off the emotions so the Holy Spirit can catch up, then you can act out of love instead of reacting out of flesh. But too many times, we don't, we're not patient with ourselves and with God, and we don't, we're not patient with others. So what we do is we're running hot, and so when the situation happens or we see it, our emotions respond, and our emotions can get you in trouble, all right? Because emotion is a flesh thing. If it hadn't been surrendered, it can rule the roost. And so your flesh wants to react, and Jesus is like, wait, wait, let me get there first. Wait, wait. And we take off. If we don't react to a situation, Jesus has a chance to the Holy Spirit to act. And when Jesus gets a chance to act through you, the situation dies. A life is not condemned, it's restored. They're encouraged, they're exhorted, and they can be what God wants them to be. But if we dog them, it feels like God dogged them. And if we're not patient, it feels like he's not patient. We've got to get to a point. If you're in the room, if you're not saved, the only way to win at salvation is to understand his great love for you. And say, God, I'm not born again. Listen to me. Going to church and being religious is not a relationship with Jesus. Who, who, who brought this woman to Jesus? Religious people. The Pharisees. They knew more Bible than Jesus. Just kidding. They knew a lot of word. The problem is the word never changed them. Being in church does not make you patient. Some of the most unpatient acts I've ever seen is in church. I've never seen a church try to kill people over a color of a carpet. That's just incredible. Color of carpet should not cause a church to kill each other. But when you want to get your way, it will. Listen to me. If you don't know the Lord, you're not going to win at patience. If you will die to self and be made new, you'll win at patience. If you're in the room and you're born again and the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, but you say, Jeff, I'm telling you right now, the Holy Spirit is not driving my boat right now. Then you need to decrease and let him increase. You need to ask God to fill you fresh with the Holy Spirit of God so the Holy Spirit arrives first and you arrive second. I'm gonna tell you, everything in your life will be better if Jesus gets there first. Everything will be better if Jesus gets there first. Amen? So two people in the room. Those who need to come to Christ so they can be patient are those are people that have already come to Christ but need to come back to him and surrender and, be, and die to self 
so Jesus can live through you in the area of patience. All right. I'm going to ask you to stand, church. As the worship team makes their way back up, if you're on the ministry team this morning, I'm going to invite you to come as well. Again, I didn't teach this this morning because I'm the poster child for patience. Every single day, your pastor has to die to self. If you think your buttons get pushed, you ought to be in my chair sometimes. They'll push my button all day long. They test me all the time. They trap me all the time. They set me up all the time, all right? If I arrive first, I'm going to struggle. If Jesus arrives first, it'll be good. Every one of us, every one of us needs to grow in patience. We can grow in patience. We have to first realize that we'll never conquer the mountain of patience without Jesus, without Jesus. Let me pray for you this morning. Father, we love you. God, your Holy Spirit has taught today. And that's the only one worthy, the only one that can teach patience. And God, I pray today, during this time, whether we're online, join us, those that join us online, sitting at home, an office, or in their car or truck, God, or in the house, God, that whatever you have said to them, you, we will say yes to you. Because, Father, if we're ever gonna win in the area of patience, we must say yes to you. And the Holy Spirit can win at patience, but we must yield to it. We must be surrendered to it. We must die to it. And so, God, I pray that we, God, would die to self so you could, you could you live through us, God. And if there's anybody in this house that is not a believer, is not born again, has never been saved, and, God, they know that. There's no peace in their life. If they wanna come to Christ today, they come because Jesus will help them be patient. He will give them peace and they will be patient through it. So God, during this time as we worship, God, you move our lives, you move our hearts. God, may we say yes to whatever you have said to us today. And on the other side of our yes, we will be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Let's worship. If you need to come, come church. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the church at Bushland. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on Facebook and Instagram, by using the Church at Bushland, and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland.